Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to the bloody awesome movie podcast spoiler minisode for Pearl. That's right, Ty West's Pearl is here. We're going to spoil it. Who are we? My name is Matt Hudson from What I Watched Tonight, and joining me as ever from across the pond is the statesman to my kingsman, John Burke from Burke Reviews. You ready to get going, JB? I am ready, Freddy. Right, Pearl, uh, again, for those who didn't listen to our non-spoiler episode, shame on you, but secondly, more importantly, we both really liked Pearl, and we were both fans of X as well, so this new A24 franchise is floating our boat, but there was a lot to talk about that we couldn't talk about, sorry, in the non-spoiler episode, which we can dive into now. Um, I wanted to know, you mentioned there that there were two scenes of Mia Goth that you thought mm-hmm. were stunning. Oscar worthy, Which right? confirmed for me, Oscar worthy, confirmed for me, because I think I know the two. I know one of them for sure. It's a monologue, but what's the yeah. other one? The monologue, 100%, right? Like, And also, though, to Ty West's direction, to let the camera linger on her and not to go cut back and forth with Mitzi every time she says anything. We cut a couple of times, but for most of that monologue, and I did not time it, but I saw somewhere on the internet that it was a nine-minute monologue. I saw um, ten minutes, yeah, so nine yeah. minutes is probably about right. It didn't, like, it felt long, but I, w- I would never have thought it was ten minutes because it's it's so engrossing and engaging and devastating. Um, But the other thing to me is the final shot. Like, Mia's acting because in that, this, remember folks, spoiler, so I'm going to just, the ending is she has her mother and father dead, still <laughs> sitting at the table um, with rotten food. I think the pig is still at the centerpiece. Uh, Howard walks in, catches, it's, it's Howard, right? Um, Howard, you come back from the war, yep. Come back from the war, catches this moment, and she, uh, it, which I love, this is one of those Easter eggs because she's got lemonade, and that's something that she's yes. constantly serving, lemonade and X. Um She's holding lemonade, very picturesque, like, ah, I'm, I'm a normal housewife. And it's like, honey, you're home or whatever. And I'm so she happy just you're home. Walks in on the camera. We get like almost, it's a freeze frame 50 sitcom type throwback, you know, ending, but it's not a freeze frame. She's no. just there. And the camera is on a close up and she's smiling and you see her cracking while she's smiling. Like she's, yep. it's so insanely good of a performance because it's nuanced but you see the strain you see her trying to keep her composure but she's losing it and you're also like this is happening so what is howard doing through all of this like is this in her head that she's still smiling or is she just standing there smiling and howard's like running around and she's just like looking into the camera but she's not looking into the camera but she is it's so good it's so devastating, and it's again. I think it is legitimately one of the best final shots ever. Because how can you ever forget it? Like it's so burned into my brain already. With only one screening, that I, I'm just floored by it. That he kept it going for so long. It's so uncomfortable, but it's just there. And that's what I'm when I said his restraint to choose to do that to let it linger is a bold choice. And it man was it powerful. Dude, it pays off because, I mean, I don't know about you, but if you try smiling like that for more than mm-hmm. five or six seconds, first my face hurts. But yep, it's but like you say, there's more nuance to it. There's a smile, but behind those eyes, 
there is you know what on earth is going on behind her eyes she's she's cracking the smiles going she's trying to yep. keep this facade together it's like a house of cards falling and you're trying to keep yes. it up at once what a fantastic end shot and it plays over the end credits as well so you mm-hmm. can't escape this um the scene before that i wanted to throw in as well i mentioned it in the non-spoiler um, before i do that yeah sorry that monologue is excellent oh, yeah. where she's you know where, the way where, where she's talking about know howard because originally it's kind of posited as what would you tell howard if he was here now you know what we'd like to get off your chest and she's basically just saying you know how she's it's resent you know what he Mm -hmm. has compared to what she does and how he he's kind of imprisoned her here and and what she's done to her parents of course um and mitzi's kind of like i i'm gonna go and she eventually kind of gets out the door. But then we get this one take, this one shot. Oh, man. I think it's brilliant. Mitzi's walking so down the drive. And Pearl's going to walk out that door. You know she is. And she does. And she kind of snakes around to the... to the. It's all in all in shot. Snakes around to the sort of the... Just in front of the house by the porch. Picks up an axe. And she starts walking towards Mitzi, who's trying to run down this muddy drive. And it's not kitschy, it's not cliche or corny. It is terrifyingly done because it's all caught in one long take. And yeah, you can see and her and, performance, and man. Her performance, but also just to shout out to um, the actress who plays oh, yeah. um, Mitzi as well, uh, Emma Jenkins Pura, who genuinely feel, looks and sounds like, fearful for her life in this moment. But I think. You- Sorry, but her performance in the movie I thought was tremendous, actually. I think every time Mitzi's on screen, I was like, who is this? Have I seen her before? Because she's doing a really great job, too. She brings a lot to it. And uh, the the dynamic between her and and Mia is really powerful. I I think their chemistry is strong because I believe the love there. But then when things take the turn, it is like, oh, man, the fear is real as well real because they're, they're in-laws that because um howard uh poe's husband howard mitzi is his sister so she is his sister-in-law but the way like the kind of visceral way the, the brutal nature of the axe going in to um mitzi is captured so but harshly and bluntly for want of a better term especially the final one at the end when she when she like finishes her off you feel the power of that swing and then we later see that she just on, on screen, we see her cutting her arms off, cutting her head off, and throwing the remains to the to the gator. And she pushes that that car into the lake as well. I'm sure that will um, be seen in another film. But yeah, and then we get the then we get the family scene. Then we get the smile scene. It's a superb kind of one, two, three punch of um, final sequences. And th- there's so much in this film that I liked. Even when obviously the whole thing is Pearl's a star. She wants to be a star. She wants to make it. She wants to get out of this life that she feels chained to. And she goes to an audition. Obviously a lot of the film is building up to this audition, which her mother won't allow her to go to. And they have fights about that. And I'm sure we'll mention what happens at the end of one of the fights in a minute. But when she actually goes to the audition and she's, she says, you know, I've got to be the victor. I've got to win this. I have to do this. And she puts on this really great, um, concert hall dance, really good dance, full of full mm-hmm. of smiles, and she kind of envisions the the bat in the background. You have the soldier in the war, and the mines going off. You know, you think this is a slam dunk, and the, the judges are like, "Yep, thank you." It's a no, no, not what we're looking for. We want somebody younger, all American, and blonde. And immediately mm-hmm. you think, "Oh dear, that's your sister-in-law." Yep. But it's then, it, and then she starts seeing visions of her mother. 
but it's when she starts screaming that she's a star and now Mia Goth must have put herself through the ringer in this film yeah. because she goes from naught to 100 in a click of a finger doesn't she dude she does and it's it's amazing like honestly there's so much in this film like i think the guy who's playing the projectionist he he there's a familiarity that he brings that he's not of name i'd seen before like i haven't seen any of his other movies but i really thought his presence was strong and alarming which is one of the things i think uh west does really well is he makes us feel like oh pearl might be in trouble pearl is never in trouble like it's everyone who's with pearl who's in trouble like yeah and I thought that was wild because I was like, when she, when he like, hey, why don't you come into the projection room? I'm like, what do you know? Don't do that. He's yeah. clearly a scum. Not, he's not. I mean, he kind of is a little bit, but he's not the scum that I think he's West is expecting you to assume he is. Yeah, that's probably a better way of putting it. Yeah, because I think the movie, like you, you're gonna, especially you knowing it's a horror movie, he's gonna rape her, he's gonna attack her, and that's not his role. He makes you a little uncomfortable, but. It, it ends up being no. He's just he's a you know he's he is looking for a little bit of a excitement, but he's not like an evil man. He's not pushing Pearl to do something. He doesn't even make a move on Pearl. Honestly, like he, I think he like puts his arm around her at one point, but that it's pretty chill. Yeah, considering the circumstances. Yeah, yeah. Kind of considering they're watching where she that, walked in. Yeah, they're watching that porn film as well. Or, the, or he mm-hmm. puts it on for the kind of the first ever porn film, whatever they whatever they called it, um, and. No, at one but towards the end she was like oh he's like oh you know you can go to europe you know and you can get it you can do anything in europe you can even do things like this you know this kind of porn film that's on this adult film and he sit looks at her and says you know you know I'd, I'd pay to watch you in one of those or whatever he says i'd watch you in one of those and it's it's kind of like it, it, it's flirting gone a little bit slimy but it's he never kind of comes across fully as like a yeah like you say as a an evil person or a manipulator he never fully by that he is but you just think he might be a bit bit sleazy at times yeah exactly uh but but again it's more not that it's nowhere near as bad as we think it's going to be for for her it's bad for him it's bad that he ever talked to her because nothing yes. good comes of it no he gets a pitchfork through the mouth and it, i mentioned in the non-spoiler that the kills were cold and this is one of them and he's trying to drop they have an argument he's he's freaking her out sorry she's freaking him out and he's trying to be a gentleman about it but she's not having it Poe is not having it and then she when he's about to drive away she just sticks a pitchfork in him twice yep. and then when he when he falls down he uh she she drives it through his mouth but it, yeah. the way it's captured in that kind of like long shot it's just so matter of fact isn't it like so many of these deaths are just matter of fact here they are they're happening and she'll just walk off and next scene it, it's wild like some the camera choices in this are really compelling and really well done and again um we mentioned the throwback to the wizard of oz um and uh the the look of it and there's the scarecrow sequence which is one of the most uncomfortable things in the film because yeah. she, she dry humps the scarecrow in the middle of the field and it's creepy looking anyways, you know, um, do you think it's going to come alive at one point? Yes, very much. And I'm like, that's not this movie though. This isn't a supernatural type of horror film and I'm glad it doesn't. Um, but it's still so creepy. It's so scary. Like it's, uh, yeah, it's a crazy scene. It's mad. Yeah. You get sounds and all like pleasurable sounds and all as Mia, uh, not Mia as Pearl is clearly assuming that this is the projectionist, but Mm -hmm. it's, it's also another look, isn't it, John, into her 
into where she is, her psyche. She starts to, she doesn't start the film as, you know, America's sweetheart. She starts to film already in a place where it's only going to take maybe one, one or two kicks and she's going to become the character that we know she's going to become. And her overbearing mother, I'm not saying parents, her overbearing mother is, is, you know, a a big key to that because her father is um, wheelchair bound. I can't remember the term that they call him now, but he is, he's mute and paralyzed. He can't, he can't do anything. So his, his wife has to look after him. And she says, you know, I, 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 this is my biggest regret in life is not being able to be a wife. I'm a, I'm his mother. And she's just an awful person. And she's holding Pearl back. And you don't, you kind of feel sympathy for Pearl, but at the same time you don't. The film yeah. isn't asking you to though, which is, um, which is, I thought very crucial. You're not meant to side with Pearl, especially John, when she sets her mother accidentally on fire. Yeah, which is brutal. That sequence um, does kind of remind me of Hereditary too, just because yeah. it's not not very many movies where people are set ablaze, right? Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, like that sequence is wild, and then her pushing her down the uh, the cellar and then leaving her there, um, like no, nope, that's it. Like doesn't go and finish the job either. She just like lets her die, and uh, Matt Ruffin. yeah. That, so so unsettling and of course the it only gets worse with the dad because the dad's like now terrified of her but and which good performance because he doesn't get to move all he does is it's just his eyes that indicate his feelings and it's very clear when he's afraid of course i was also severely unsettled by her taking a bath in front of him yes yes and sort of kicking water him yeah like and it's twice in the movie. It's not like oh, because the first time she like the mom's even like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "Well, I didn't want to waste the water because she gave the dad a sponge bath." I'm like, "Okay, you still could have like rolled him so he's not facing you while you're in the bath." But oh, called your mother to to you know to care for him. Yeah, and then but then it, it happens again later, and the second time I think is when she grabs him by the throat, right? Like yeah, she starts to strangle him. Yeah, and that's essentially how I think she ends up killing. Him. She asphyxiates him with a pillowcase. You don't. You don't see it. And that's another thing I think that Wes deserves some credit for. We do see some of the kills, but that one's the most, I think, maybe the most troubling because he's completely helpless. And we don't we don't see it see it. Like, we know it happens, but it's not the same, like, with the brutality of, of the other three, especially um, Mitzi's kill, because Mitzi's kill is real brutal. Um, cool. Yeah, that's brutal. Yeah, we, we, we kind of live vicariously through a budgie or canary in a cage who's flapping wildly yes. when the suffocation is is happening and yeah there were you you mentioned before that this film feels more restrained than x and i totally agree with x x becomes kind of like a it becomes like a i wouldn't call it a thriller minute slasher but you know it leans so heavily into the genre and it's yeah brilliant for it whereas this one doesn't it's character first kill second it's a different type of genre for horror this isn't it's not throwing the slasher subgenre kind of i don't slasher is not even the right one because it's more texas chainsaw which is some people argue as a slasher, but it's not the traditional slasher. It doesn't follow a lot of the conventions, but it's that like exploitation era um, movie where they're like, it is about the grunginess and the dirtiness. Um, this is, is more of anything. It's a lot, there's a lot of Hollywood commentary. I think you could read into with the wizard of Oz comparison. Even that musical number feels straight out of the, like the way he shoots it, it's all wide shot. There's not a lot of cutting during the, the dance number, um, which I totally appreciate. Cause again, that even again, further showcases goth's talent because it's clearly her doing it um, yeah, yeah. 
because you see her like it's not like you're cutting to feet or whatever and then back to her face like it's a wide shot of the stage um it's almost tableau like we're the judges you know we're watching from the table with them it's That's a very good point it's a masterpiece of a film dude like the, I, the more i'm thinking about it, the more i'm like you know what both of these movies deserve five stars i think i gave four and a half to pearl uh to x and four to this i'm like what am i what am i doing like what what is a five-star movie if it's not the, these two films like i there's i have no complaints at all when i when i sit and talk about them right now so like i i need to reevaluate my star system yeah and five stars i i, I used to have to fight this to people if when i give a film 10 10 out of 10 which isn't admittedly often but when it happens i'm not saying you know a lot of people saying well you know 10 out of 10 that's for the godfather and shawshank you know you know bite my foot it's got nothing to do with that is to me it was 10 out of 10 because i rank it based on what i thought about that particular film and yeah. you're right in, in this case this could be a five a 10 out of 10 five out of five because there, there, there isn't anything i can kind of pick up on which i thought yeah i wish i'd taken that out or that didn't work you know, 10 out of 10 doesn't mean it's you know it's a classic of all time godfather whatever it just means for me or john it hit every beat we needed to and and, and even in terms of connection as well yeah. when when the projectionist shows pearl this early porno film he says it's going to revolutionize the industry well what's x about the film x is literally about, about a group of teenagers trying to make the best one they can do um and the alligator as well she goes to feed her dad to that we know yeah yeah later in in x how well that goes down as well i think even the the placement of the axe i think is referenced in x as well i think uh where she grabs the axe to kill missy i think that is part of x i might be wrong there but i i feel pretty confident that that axe is somehow involved or at least an axe is somehow involved in x or at least the movie opens if i remember correctly with the ending and then we cut back and we see them get to that ending because like i think it opens with the cops arriving to the farm in x it does yes yeah yeah, yeah, so, yeah. That's what was, so like i i feel like maybe in that opening shot like we see the stump or we see the the axe where it was um so I, good isn't it yeah uh, i I'm, I'm gonna rewatch x i wanted to rewatch it before seeing pearl as i noted i haven't had a lot of time but i do i'm planning on rewatching x because i really enjoyed pearl yeah and um maxine coming out next year i think Can't so wait. we could have a uh we could have a new excellent horror trilogy and sometimes horror trilogies aren't always the best you might have a good first one maybe decent second one you know it follows you know trilogy rules the third one can sometimes be the weakest i don't think it's going to be the case here but we'll see um and last thing pretty much for me is i just wanted to shout out again tyler bates and tim williams for their excellent excellent musical accompaniments and score throughout this film it's sinister it's luscious it's sweeping they really capture that golden era or classic hollywood old hollywood feel but there's something menacing up underneath which is put, uh, conveyed throughout their music so yeah john yeah. i'm i'm struggling here to find anything which was which was which was really wrong with this it's, the story is great the characters are great the emotions great the, the 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 horror when it comes like both viscerally um and visually is is very good but don't really and, and yeah it's got a fantastic one two three punch of an ending which not many films can say they have dude agreed yeah uh i'm really impressed with what wes has done i've liked some of his other stuff i haven't loved everything else he's done but man x and this are just <laughs> so great i have really high 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 bar for uh for horror for me with this guy there we go so uh that's going to be our spoiler review then of pearl if you guys have seen it let us know what you thought of the film or 
if we missed out anything or if you agree or disagree with anything we say, we're always up for casual film conversation in the right spirit. So uh, we'll be back next week with a spoiler review of Don't Worry, Darling. And of course, a non-spoiler one will drop at the end of next week, as end of this week, sorry, as well. But if you do want to tell us about the film, you can do. You can find us online at BAMP underscore podcast on Twitter, B-A-M-P underscore podcast. John, where can the world find us on Insta? We are at Bloody Awesome Movie Pod. Yes, that one makes a bit more sense. On Meta or Facebook, we are Bloody Awesome Movie Podcast. And you can find me at whatiwatchtonight.co.uk and just search What I Watch Tonight across all the socials, including Letterboxd. And John, you are at? I am at BurkeReviews.com and at BurkeReviews on all the social media platforms. Uh, go check out jb and all of his assorted works and if you like what you've heard please do consider leaving us a five-star rating or review on your podcast provider of choice and if you know any horror fans out there or fans of pearl let them know that we're talking about it twice twice in one week non-spoiler and spoiler and then tell them to subscribe anyway but until then guys stay bloody awesome and keep watching movies blood 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 bloody blood 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 bloody